Oh, by the way, my uh, wallpaper is standing on the stress up like Biggie. That is pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. <laughs> 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 like dressed up as who? Or he has Biggie a crown, Biggie Smalls. Or he has uh, a crown of the rings. But you know Daniel's too lame to know that that's a cover of, of Biggie Smalls. <laughs> yeah, if it was Billy Ray Cyrus or some shit, you'd <laughs> Hey, y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm with Squeaks. Squeaks! Daniel. Hola. And Jonathan. Hey, hey, y'all. We've been recording for like a minute, so everybody caught that Biggie Small stuff. Oh, That's man. That's so why I had that smart comeback. All right. Uh, t- <laughs> uh, today we're going to be covering up some news. Uh, we have like Pokemon's Pokemon Day coming up and stuff like that. Bob Iger stepping down and all kinds of cool stuff like that. But yeah, first... Cool. What have you guys been playing? Jota, let's start with you first. What are you playing? Oh, I've been playing Sea of Thieves. You guys know that because I'm playing with you guys. We're going to do a deep dive on that later on with a new update, Same and we're going to be getting case. your small review for that. Mm-hmm. I got a new graphics card, so that's why I'm able to play uh, Ooh. some, Ooh. some, some big boy games. Yes, he's playing adult games. No more Pac-Man. Yes. yes. All right. And Minecraft with higher settings, finally. Yeah, so you can see what's in the distance. Yeah. Okay. I can see the creepers before they blow up. <laughs> Squeaks has not played Minecraft yet, and I think since you tried Sea of Thieves, fucking care about Minecraft. We're gonna create a server together, and you're just gonna waste some life on Minecraft. Is it free? I will buy it for you if it means that you will give it a fair chance. Yeah. How long is a fair chance? Like a couple hours, or no? You need like you need at least ten hours. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna do that. He's put in over ten hours already for Sea of Thieves because you like it. Get a diamond armor and grow. What pumpkins? If you get diamond, oh, that look so fun. Look, 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 look. <laughs> If you get diamond armor and kill the dragon, you're done no, playing. There you go. Kill and, the dragon. And that's look, the end of, that's Jonathan the and I could do that in like two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if if you're like totally new and you didn't have any assistance, it would take you probably twenty hours. But with assistance, you I think it would take like six. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Okay. And once you get like two hours so into the game, you're gonna you're gonna get addicted to it. <laughs> so we're gonna get so right now today we're gonna have Jonathan's I'm new to see these review. Yeah, yeah, Later yeah. we're gonna have Squeaks I'm new to Minecraft review. All right, yes. all right. Oh, I'm so That's excited fun. for this. <laughs> I try to I try to play Final Fantasy by the way because it's my very first Final 15, Fantasy. Right. I played 15. Yeah. It's such a garbage game. I told you <laughs> it was horrible. I, I really told don't you. think it was that bad. It was oh, horrible. Man. What is the best Final Fantasy for me to jump in on? Have you played ten. any of them? Uh, None. I've never played a Final Fantasy. Oh, wow. I, I, uh, have, I have played maybe 10 minutes of Final Fantasy. Well, then everybody's going to say 7 because it's so iconic. Well, no. I mean, I mean gameplay-wise. You got you to hook me. I like story-wise 10. Okay. I'm Gameplay-wise, something that's going to hook me. Oh, they're all the same. Uh, they're all the same. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, <laughs> 15, 15 is the one with the different, the different one. one. Yeah, so 15. If you didn't like 15, yeah. yeah. You're basically playing Pokemon. Like the, uh, I didn't like the cutscenes out of 15. It were very Kingdom Heartsy, Square Enix thing. You well, know? That's an anime thing, though. I don't like that shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're not going to play anything. <laughs> what have you been playing? I've been playing League of Legends, Sea of Thieves with John. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, I purchased a new game and uh, haven't been able to play it because it has an issue. What is it? Uh, Escape from Tarkov, Tarkov or whatever. Okay. It's a shooter game, but okay. got it and haven't been able to get the confirmation code. By the way, I'm in for Tim Tim whenever you want. Oh, okay. Really? Let me know. You're into that now? Or you're I want to play it. Jump into he it? keeps suggesting. I'll give you... We'll talk about it later on. But if that means it, we'll do Tim Tim. Can we have a like a clan? Can you do clans? You do clans? I never got that far. Because if you can do oh, clans, then maybe I'll join in. But if not, then I don't fucking care. We could party together, though. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Be my friend in Tim Tim. <laughs> it's a possibility. Cool. Well, I got a new friend in Tim Tim. <laughs> uh, okay. What have you been playing? Uh, sea of Thieves. And uh, because... I had an article out for Ultimate Alliance 3. I've been playing a lot of Ultimate Alliance 3. Squeaks has written his yes. first article for our website yes. about yes. Marvel Ooh, Ultimate Alliance. I have. 
The team is going to be writing more articles. It's going to be more variety. It's not just going to be Frank that's going to be using the same words over and over again. <laughs> We're going to change the name on it to somebody else. <laughs> if you guys read our articles, you're familiar that, first off, I have bad grammar. Secondly, uh, I use the same words over and over again. It's driving me nuts. So now I busted out thesaurus.com and I'm like, I'm just going to feed this, the word, that, like focus, that word. I keep using focus over and over again. So we're going to have more voices involved. Real quick, on Ultimate Alliance 3, though, you know what pisses me off the most What's is they that? keep adding characters, but I can only pick four. I can't just pick four. What do you mean? <laughs> so you have a team of four. That's or one, two, three, four. Yeah, four. Yeah. But there's like so many characters. I don't want to just. My team right now, as of right now, it's Captain America. Black Panther, Punisher, and Blade. But holy shit, all the Fantastic Four is going to come out soon. It's like, well, I want there's like the options. thing. Yeah, there's too many options. Yeah. Get, get rid of teams. Get uh, rid of so Blade. you want to go in with like the get end of the end game. Oh my God. Yeah. Just roll up you want in the there. army of like 48 different characters. It's, yeah, why not? That does seem limiting. <laughs> it's really cool. I, like I have been playing Sonic Mania mm. uh, on the really? Switch. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean, really? That's a classic. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. I played Sonic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sonic Mania is really good. It basically takes the spirit of the old original games and kind of mixes it up. It's been fun. Right. And I've been playing some Sea of Thieves. And I've been playing Raid. I think it's called Shadow Legends. It's a mobile game. Are you guys familiar with that? Mobile, no, I don't play mobile. It's a super freaking okay. freemium game where they're, I mean, like literally, when you fire it up, you have to click buttons to like close down how much stuff they're trying to sell you. Uh, I hate but that. it is like the biggest mobile game right now. It's pretty oh. big. And, and oh yeah, I see it advertised all the time. Yeah, usually it, if, does it look as good as the advertisements? It it does, but it kind of like really you, you know how it is with freemium yeah. games where it's like it looks really cool, but you press one button and it automatically does everything for you. Yeah, I don't like that much. I want to actually kind of do more stuff. I know what you're talking about. But if you're not auto doing, you cannot auto do things. But if you're not auto doing things, you're not being efficient. Then you're not really playing the game well. Mm. You know. Uh, and yeah, you probably seen it because there's a bunch of content creators that are like, oh, use our code to get X amount of silver. Yeah. Very comics on TV for me. and every time I uh, watch something that has ads, can't tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, but yeah, it always has ads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving into free wallpapers. Okay. <laughs> God damn. That's <laughs> how I got Thanos just as biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move into the news, folks. Here yes. we go. First up, Bob Iger steps down as CEO of Disney. On Tuesday, Disney announced that Bob Iger... Oh, my God, Jolly, you messed up our entire recording. <laughs> Start over. On Tuesday, Disney announced that Bob Iger would be stepping down as CEO and handing over the reins to chairman of Disney Parks, Bob Chapek. Bob Iger has, been, has a contract as CEO until 2021, but states that it is the best time to begin the transition with the acquisition of Fox and controlling interest of Hulu. Iger will stick around as executive chairman until the end of his contract to assist with the transition. So uh, you guys are familiar with Bob Iger. Yeah. Any thoughts on him? Well, I think it's pretty insane that it, I mean, obviously he probably knew it wasn't out of nowhere. Obviously it was a plan, but for us it was pretty, pretty insane. Um, but I think he's sticking around to help with the creative side of things. Yeah, I think what, so. what he was saying. Um, but why though? He didn't really say. Uh, like, yeah. What, they what they haven't him... really stated why he's sitting down, stepping yeah. down either, either. I wonder what the problem is. Yeah. But the new guy, yeah, I don't trust another bald guy. So, <laughs> but no, there can only be we'll one. Yeah. It is kind of nervousing because with uh, Michael Eisner and Bob Iger have accomplished so much for Disney, you want to keep this Walt Disney thing going. Now we had some beef because I sent the no notes out, and yeah. I'm gonna if I read further along, I'm basically gonna say Bob Iger was the most influential man to Disney. Fucking since insane. Walt Disney, insane because Michael Eisner 
helped expand parts from Magic Kingdom to Disney California to building an own park in Disney Paris. Okay. And acquiring ABC and ESPN. I will agree that ABC and ESPN are yeah. huge for the brand. I say Bob okay. Iger is more important because he acquired Star Wars, MCU, Pixar, mm. and Fox. Yeah. Would you think it's a time a time thing when I guess just things fall in your lap and all, all those parts you just named are getting changed over to the things he named. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Updated. True, right, yeah. So yeah. then I started it. My God, I started it. <laughs> well, and, and Bob Chapek is the one that's overseeing like Marvel Campus and stuff like our Avengers Campus and stuff that's like that. That's the new That's the new guy. The new theme park? Though? No, yeah, Avengers Campus is the new theme park coming yeah, to California Adventures. California. Yeah, okay. And it was headed up by Bob Chapek, which is the new CEO. Hmm. I I think ultimately we just wish that we hope that the new CEO will continue how much the others expanded. And yeah. Have Walt's dreams continue to grow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, trust this guy though. Any thoughts <laughs> on, on Bob, Bob Iger's legacy and, and what he's done? Like for me, I think the acquisition of Fox has got to be the biggest yeah. part of it, right? Yeah. Because then you, you boosted the library immensely. Mm -hmm. uh, Fox is one of the three original houses that moved out to the uh, Hollywood and made Hollywood what it is. Um, any other thoughts? He had Pixar and Disney and, and, Plus. It has to be. That's a biggie. That's mm -hmm. that's going forward. That's going to be pretty huge. Yeah, that, and crazy. And plus, they have their own TV shows like Mandalorian yeah. and whatever else. So. Yeah. So, do you guys think that this the new the new guy is going to continue to try to just acquire more and more, you know, brands Man, like what else? I hope. In a way, I kind of hope not. Or start developing shit, just Disney's going to more. Own the world, yeah, and that's kind of scary. But it, I and think that would be awesome though. Until yeah. yeah, at a certain at point, a certain you got to stop and just yeah. continue to develop because they used to just make their own original content back in the day, and yeah. it was really—I mean—that's what built them. So, yeah. at some point, if you can, you want to stop. Well, they're still doing that. It's just that they're also acquiring kind of slowed down or dead IPs and lifting them up again. Star yeah. Wars, for example, before they picked it up, it was post prequels, which was you know, yeah, dormant, dormant, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and then after they got them, they revitalized the entire franchise. Yeah, now they make Marvel is a great example of that. Yeah. yeah, before their acquisition, what did Marvel do? You know, did they yeah. did they get them before Iron Man? No, after Iron before Man. Our, after. After. No, Iron I thought Man. Iron Man was their first one. Iron Man was the first project from Marvel, but I don't know if Marvel was owned by Disney at that point. Yeah. No but never, sure. nevertheless, they've grown. I mean, the yeah. Avengers Endgame is an example of what Disney can bring you. Yeah. So. Uh, what do you think they they should or will acquire next? Oh man, there's some rumors out there that I kind of want to well, discuss later on. The uh, the video I sent you. Oh shit! Yeah, that, I don't. Let's not talk about that yet. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? I don't. I don't uh, acquire wise. Dang, I don't know. Yeah, NBC won't give I'm up. I'm thinking the Universal what, won't give up. I'm hoping they kind of expand the video game area because that's what they're yeah. slacking on a lot. Well, I don't know why they. I'm hoping this guy. They canceled Disney Infinity, yeah. which I thought was doing pretty well. I don't, I don't. It was fun yeah. sales numbers, but but the toys and shit were I mean, pretty badass. I have, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I have a couple on that shelf right there. Lot. But <laughs> why the not expand that it. area? You Dude, have they, they look really good though. My yeah. Vader and my my Anakin up there are both from yeah. there. Uh, you have movies, you have comics. I think the one you're slacking in is video games. Why not bring back the Disney entertainment like Epic Mickey and then the Disney Infinity? What if they were to buy a different development, a video game development studio? Mm. Who would they want to buy? Uh, I like that idea. That, There's a lot of money to be I'm had out there. One that's uh, really good at storytelling, if anything. Uh, maybe. Yeah. What's uh, Telltale Games? Well, yeah, but Telltale, tell, yeah. they, they, tell, 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 they tell <laughs> <laughs> stories that are a little bit too mature, and I don't think that well, that, that 
fits into right the now, younger audience. Not, well, yeah. because you also have to think the game plan has to fit the younger audience. What is the studio that does Spyro and Crash? Do you remember? Activision. Did those, the are both, those are both Activision? Activision did the remakes. Okay. I think, uh, well, you, they're not going to acquire a Naughty Dog. Originally you, was... Could you imagine if Disney bought Blizzard? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. But Naughty then, Dog. Then Blizzard yeah. World's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> right. yeah, they would be the ones. That's what I was thinking when you Blizzard were talking about that. They should make a new theme park, but yeah. that's what would make a new theme park is if they bought. Well, I think what's cool with uh, this new guy, since he's the head of theme park area, yeah. that maybe we'll see some more expansions, of course. Yeah. In the uh, near future. So, so the rumors that have been going out there, this started from Variant Comics, a really cool website, a really cool YouTube channel. You guys check that out. Yeah. Uh, is DC's on the decline in both Thor uh, number two and in Doomsday, there were hints of a coming, let's see, crossover maybe between DC and Marvel, which is something that's happened in the past with the, um, um, what is it called? I have it up there. Amalgamation universe, right? Do you think that's even like in the realms of possibility? DC collapsing and then Marvel buying the rights to him? Uh, um, I don't want to see it happen. I don't want to see it happen. Do you think uh, it can happen? I'm going to say no. Okay. That's just too insane to me. I'd rather like Batman go uh, copyright free than have it be owned by Marvel. Yeah. I, I don't want to see it. I, What's the downside yeah. of that? Yeah, but... I think because Marvel would like, do an actual good job on it. You know, no, exactly. Yeah, but that's like, the thing. Who owns it would be all monopoly. the comics now? It's just yeah. one person. So there's no really like... But who would you trust with them? If you yeah, if you love Starbucks and Starbucks happens to buy all the mom and pop coffee shops, though that's sad. Yeah. If you love Starbucks, then cool. Now they're on literally every corner. True. If you love Marvel products and DC's failing and they collapse and get but bought... Why can't we get the people that do Marvel movies and stuff to work with the DC side. I mean, I don't know what the contracts are. Par- yeah. Partner against but, their enemy. But to help them. Yeah, then they're. Yeah, I mean, it's just like James Gunn. No, no, James Gunn, right? Who did Suicide did Squad? James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah. James Gunn's doing Suicide Squad, and I and after I just rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy two, I can't wait to see what the Suicide Squad. Oh, it looks so good from from the set photos too. Yeah, he's putting a lot of effort out there. The, I think you just gotta get the right people because whatever they're trying to do with the movies now are just not working. And he came out and said that the Suicide Squad script is the best script he's ever worked on. Yeah, I've heard that. That's cool. Damn. Wow. So I actually think it'd be better if DC... Now, we're, we're off track a little bit, but let's just go ahead and wrap this up. I think it'd be better if DC went copyright-free, much like Sherlock Holmes. That's the perfect example. So we have multiple Sherlock Holmes properties, all with a different feel because they're from different places. Mm-hmm. If that the same thing were to happen to, say, Batman, you'd have IDW ver- com- coming out with a Batman version. Imagine Comics coming out with a Batman would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people with their version of Batman. And then, though, you know, it's the best part of capitalism. It's the good side of capitalism where the best version is what becomes popular. Yeah, that's true. It kind of feels like what we have with Spider-Man right now. Yeah, but Spider-Man's all Marvel. I know, but there's so many versions of him now. It's like, oh, you can can pick which one you like. (laughs) That's true. That's true, which is not Garfield's Batman. That's the last place. (laughs) Or or Spider-Man. Actually, I I, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I I actually liked it. Oh my god! I actually liked it. So this is Daniel's here? last episode of the podcast, guys. It's gonna be our farewell episode. <laughs> it was, of it was I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I like both of them. All right. Well, everybody's got their opinions. Some of them are right. Some of them I mean, are wrong. That would be kind of neat because think of Bloomhouse. I'm yeah. kind of a fan of them. I wonder if they got their hands on a Batman. Yeah. And how dark they can make it. Yeah. Exactly. So that might be kind of neat. Yeah. So we'll see. What, I mean, then you you yeah. also get those ones like Lionsgate would get it too. But Lionsgate, yeah. they're terrible at everything they do. But then that would come out. Fail and then be gone. Yeah, but the the correct ones would start moving ahead. Yeah. So, so you're saying that would happen with all of DC or just Batman? Uh, uh there, there is speculation. So, the, so 
uh, DC fifth generation is coming out, and it's a reboot again of DC. Yeah. From all, from all the news we've gotten from it, it looks like it's gonna be terrible. Mm-hmm. They the are reboot? rebooting. Oh yeah. Wow. So they're not going back to the originals. They're changing everything, and I'll, I'll go into it later on at some point. We'll have to do a little episode about That's it. That's so disappointing because I like the DC comics right it's now. It's perfect right now. They actually fixed it after Doomsday. Everything's aligned right now, and then they're like, "Yeah, let's throw it in a blender again one more time." And inside yeah. resource or sources have been telling VariantComics.com uh, that. Uh, that this is the last ditch effort for DC Comics publishing. I didn't even think they were that in the hole. Comics themselves is not a good business right now. That's yeah, true. and if Marvel that's why every week we're pushing for people to go to their local comic well, book shop. Well, then they have to figure out how to produce more movies like Marvel's doing. Yeah, or, what the fuck? Or, yeah. or video games Marvel's, leaning into the games if Marvel's leaning into movies. Yeah, true, because the yeah. Batman's. I mean, you need more than just uh, Rocksteady, right? Yeah. For what? Batman games. <laughs> Uh, I no. think so, right? No, no, no. Who's the one? That, uh, oh God, I can see the logo going oh ahead of me right gosh. now. I play an Arkham Knight, and it's right there. And there's the bats flying through. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Scraper <laughs> podcast. Uh, He's anyway, you need more because <laughs> right now Marvel's. <laughs> I'm just in the WB so far. That's not good. <laughs> I need the next part. <laughs> right now, you get Marvel giving me Ultimate Lines three, and they're about to get this Avengers game. Yeah, you need to start fucking producing more than just comic books. Yeah, now, your comics are great, cool, but. You know, I have enough movies. Marvel lines up of the year and it's like, okay, we got three movies coming out. What the fuck? These there guys is one. The idea of Kevin Feige and Jeff Johns working together, like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that would be crazy. That yeah. is the the trinity right there of yeah. comic books. Except there's only two people, nevertheless. But you know what I'm saying? That's like insane. So there is some shiny points to it, but I don't know, man. It's a whole thing. They just got to keep producing more. Yeah. They're not producing enough. All right, so back to fucking goddamn. We'll just refocus because this yeah. that's gonna get your shit together. Generation five of DC will have to be its own episode, so I don't want to get too far into it because yeah. we'll we'll be delving into it at some point. So back to this, uh, the new guy Bob Chap uh, Chapik is the guy that oh, did like shit. all the. I forgot we were talking about. This. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Same. So he did all the Disney parks. He uh, he doubled the Disney Cruise Line fleet. He opened up the Shanghai Disneyland, which has been doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, he also also opened Galaxy's right Edge in Disneyland and Disney World. And he set up the future projects like Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, a Star Wars themed hotel. And then he's also uh, in charge of the Avengers Campus coming to California Adventures. So he's done a lot of good things. Do you guys think that Disney will be okay in his hands? I think uh, Galaxy's Edge is not that great. <laughs> 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 but uh, it, it's pretty cool. But I think so. Yeah, I think he'll be I think he'll be fine. If you could go that insane with giving me a themed hotel, that's gonna be amazing. I think. And then, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's in good hands. I trust him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's been awesome. with the company for 27 years. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. And the people at Disney are, you know, happy billionaires. So I'm sure they're not gonna make the decision lightly. <laughs> yeah. So, what <laughs> failed? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, a report from uh, Variety states that Steven Spielberg is stepping down from Indiana Jones franchise after uh, many delays set back Indy 5. You're already giving a negative reaction. What's that reaction for? The movie's going to fucking suck anyway. <laughs> no, <laughs> Why do you say that? Uh, I don't... Who gives a shit? You're not no, excited for Indiana Jones, Jones 5? No, not at all. I Who am. cares, are you? I, 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 am. I am excited what? for it myself, too. But, well, okay, what player. What do you want to see Indy do this time? I know, I'm throwing uh, questions. Like, Very honestly, quick. like I don't really care. He's going to be doing the same thing he always does. Searching but that is something. good. Yeah, that's yeah. that's yeah. what we want. I just don't want the alien like. Right. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't no want crystal skulls. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want any of that. I I, I, want... I'm excited for a reboot of the entire franchise. I hope yeah. this Indiana Jones is setting up the next guy to take over. Which the last one was supposed to do that, but it was with that nut job. Yeah. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. So they're gonna have to find a new one. 
But then that'll be great. I'm I'm, I'm down with that. It could be yeah. Tom Holland, and I'd be happy. Nah, honestly, I, I'm, I'm Tom cool Holland's doing Uncharted, which is going to be a lot better than Indiana Jones. It's basically the same thing. So uh, this movie was originally set for July nineteenth, twenty nineteen, and was delayed uh, to find new writers. Uh, they eventually found uh, Jonathan Kazin, which is the one that did solo movie. Yeah. Then it was delayed to July tenth, twenty twenty, and then now pushed back to July 9th, twenty twenty one. They are expected that it will be delayed again as they search for a new uh, director, according to Variety. James Mangold is in talks to replace uh, Spielberg. He's worked on 310 to Yuma, Ford vs. Ferrari, Ferrari, and Logan. Uh, now, looking at his work in the past, how do you think that this uh, uh, James Mangold is going to do with his new movie, John? What do you think? Uh, I like. I didn't see Ford vs. Ferrari, but 310 to Yuma and uh, Logan were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, high hopes. I mean, it's not like he's a, a M. Night Shyamalan or nothing looking like that. Looking at his work, though, how do you think <laughs> <laughs> ruin a very high potential movie. Sorry. <laughs> John got heated there. Uh, okay, so, but but looking at his past work, how do you mm-hmm. think it'll affect Indiana Jones? Uh, I mean, it, it seems like th- those are not necessarily in the same lane, but they're still action-packed movies, and that's what you want to see. Yeah. So as long as he keeps it, how do you say it? Like, keep, keep it simple. Don't, like, try to overdo it, but we do want a... Maybe we'll see it grittier, though, with Logan. A little bit grittier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I I hope I hope it's not like edgy, too too dark because yeah. Indiana still, Jones got to be the family. The day, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's literally a ride to it in Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so now who would you want to see if anybody else replacing him? Um, let me see. Oh, uh, Christopher Nolan. Okay, and what what would Christopher Nolan <laughs> bring to the franchise that Mangold um, would? Amazingness. Amazingness. Uh, he's too good. I, I like yeah. that research you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. That insight. What would he bring? He'd be a good director. <laughs> he's, he's working on Tenet right now. You seen that trailer for Tenet? What? Yeah. That was, oh, that well, looks kind of creepy. Man, the stuff he comes out with, it's like, yeah. man, what he's is real, up with that He's mind? real hot and cold. Sometimes I'm like, son of a bitch, great. And then other times I'm like, eh, I could go yeah, without. Yeah. Mm. Daniel, what are you thinking over there? How do you think Mangold will do? And how do you? who do you want to replace instead? Honestly, I, I haven't seen any of those movies. Okay. Okay. So I don't go, know. Wait, you have not seen Logan? No. Okay, we're Holy watching that after this. Shit, edit that this might out. be edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. Who do you want to replace him instead? You guys are gonna hate it, but uh Michael Bay. And Swinks, what do you think? <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna <laughs> Why Michael uh, not enough explosions already? Yeah, I was gonna say I, mean, that. Honestly, that I part, like yeah. Michael Bay films. Like he has good yeah, you name and, name your favorite Michael Bay of the film population. Oh, God damn it, glasses getting steamed up. <laughs> yeah, he, he adjusted the glasses. Nah. This is when shit's getting it's real. Actually, it's because I'm hot right now. Yeah, okay. you are wearing a sweater. I forgot my uh, my thing. Just your Michael Bay cheat sheet. Yeah, I keep mine on here all the time. Sheet, I'll tell you. Who I'll tell you my like. favorite Michael Bay film. It's when he acted in Mystery Men, and he was a jock in that. That's oh, a deep cut for you guys. Yeah, he was. Man, you were all about Mystery Men. I love that show. Yeah, Movie. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna give it to the guy who fucking sucks lately, J.J. Uh, Abrams. You know why? Because you gave us Star Trek, which were amazing ass movies, which I made me become a Star Trek fan because of those movies. And that's that's crazy. Watched, that's what brought you in. Yeah. yeah. Now I watch Discovery and Picard. Yeah. But I'm gonna give it to you because you fucking suck at Star Wars. <laughs> I'm saying it all, and I can see Indiana Jones just becoming a shitty ass Star Wars movie. So why you, you go? That's my hot So take. let's go with him. I'm going to go with, might as well keep it shitty because it's going to stay shitty. <laughs> what? This insight. That was, again, a, that was like so a reverse good. support. Yeah. Yeah. That so that's, who I, that's who I think is going to match what I think Indiana Jones is going to be. I think it's just going to be a Star Wars action 
movie where I think it's just so, going to be perfect to how, how do you think Star Mangold Wars. would do? The guy that they clearly have in talks. Honestly, because of Logan um, and Ford vs. Ferrari, the reviews that it's been getting, I think it's actually kind of weird that they got that director. Why do you, you think know? they would, based on that? <coughs> Maybe to bring more uh, realism into it. Okay. Um, so so yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's less action-packed because, you know, explosions and stuff, we don't want to see just a bunch of fluff. And has like a deep story to it, like uh, like Sherlock Holmes kind of stuff where you yeah. it, it's and, a... I can More see the director a, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a spy investigation gonna Yeah. Thriller. So I, I think Mangold's gonna do good because if you look at like, for example, Logan, uh he takes this character who's larger than life and then really humbles him mm-hmm. throughout the process of the show, right? Uh I think that's what we're gonna get when we walk into uh Indiana Jones. We're gonna have this larger than life character in Indy who's famous at this point, probably retired. Mm. And then I would like to see a version where he has to go back and fix some of his mistakes. Because we look at the past Indiana Jones movies with today's lens, we see him like carelessly just throwing artifacts back into the government machine. So, so I'd like to see him like go back and try to fix some of his old mistakes. That'd be fun to do. And I think he could really do that. Mm-hmm. My pick would be Robert Zemeckis. This is a famous director, of course. He did uh, Back to the Future, Forrest Gump, Castaway. Again, these are all shows. So like if you look at Forrest Gump and Castaway, they focus on a main character who again is humbled. And I, I want to see that out of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. and then him like hand the reins off because he sees it. Like there's still more to do that. I can't do anymore. Cause he's getting too old. Also, if you look at like back to the future, he does that real good, like eighties, just fun romp, you know? And I like to see that modern, like eighties future perspective kind of thing. Like that would look really cool. Yeah. In a new movie. So Zemeckis, I think he could take that and just kind of like give us like a, an action pack moving along family. I mean, the Back to the Future movies are all family friendly. Yeah. And we kind of want that with Indiana Jones, you know? I think Zemeckis would be perfect for it. He's just, he's like getting Ron Howard. He's just going to do a good job, mm. you know? Is this supposed to have Harrison Ford in it still? Yes. Yes. Wow. As Indy? Yes. Yeah. That's Can't just, just, no. just dying. No. What was, that, no. what was that movie with him and the dog just came out? Is it going to be oh, like that? Man, that whole animated looking like the dog looking <laughs> all crazy eyed and shit against Call the bear. Call of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Just like an old man walking around with the dog. Yeah, yeah. Probably I do don't want to see Harrison Ford. It belongs in the museum. An old man walking around with like a 28 year old Asian kid that grew still up with this whip. <laughs> yeah, that's like not politically correct anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, yeah. But Daniel, why Michael Bay still? Just because the films he's he's made. What and is your favorite it. Michael Bay movie? <laughs> Armageddon. Uh, mm-hmm. I like The Rock. Yeah, yeah. The Rock was a really good film. You're going with those early stuff. You're doing all right with that, then. Yeah. Uh, I like those two. No, uh, he did yeah. Bad Boys, but like, because he, he knows the mix. Bad Boys he knows everything. Good. So, yeah, if you're looking at the recent stuff that he made, like the Transformers, yeah, they were yeah, horrible. <laughs> but I think more they were horrible because he was just like action, 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 forget everything. But I mean, the older stuff, it was. He did. Brilliant. He can make a hell of a good summer blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. That's and honestly, fair. that's what Indiana Jones is going to kind of be. It's just going to be like a good movie to go watch with your fan. It's not going to be you like, oh, man, I can't wait to watch this movie. Don't want an Indiana Jones Inception? Uh, ooh. No. I don't know what that is, but I'm excited to hear about, <laughs> yeah. about Inception? it. Inception? I'm a little excited, too. Well, no, yeah, an Indiana that. Jones oh, okay. Inception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to our next topic here. We have uh, changes coming to GameStop. All right, we're all been GameStop fans in the past. Uh, GameStop has been around since 1984 when it was called Babbage's. Yeah, just called Babbage's actually. <laughs> in Tucson, Arizona, now it has 5,830 stores worldwide. GameStop is testing a new store layout that is going to be more immersive and creative. 
There will be area more areas for you to test different games and stuff like that. There's also going to be events in the areas. There's going to have some stores focused on esports. It'll have kind of like uh, tournament areas, mm-hmm. and then other ones that'll be focused on retro gaming. That'll be selling your NESs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some other notable changes. There's going to be changes to the uh, pro pro level uh, plan. You guys, you guys have a power up plan. You guys have that? Yeah. I have that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So currently, it gives you ten. Well, I mean, it, at the point, it gave you ten percent off this uh, discount on uh, used products. Now it gives you a five dollar coupon every month that you could use on basically everything, mm-hmm. except for gift cards and. Something else. It's like Cole's Cash. Pre-orders. Say, like yeah. Cole's Cash. I like Cole's Cash myself. Uh, another change is the price. So um, I basically have the thing for the Game Informer, the physical copy of the Game Informer. Now it's going to be $15 a month. No, $15 a year. I, ch- I messed that up. $15 a year for yeah. the uh, regular copy, regular version, and $19.99 a year for the physical version. Mm. What do you guys think about these changes coming to GameStop? And what could they do different in the future to keep the business alive? I'm happy to see that they're changing gears. That they're yeah. just gonna slowly die out like somebody else, like you know, some of the other game stores. So that's exciting that they're trying. I think it'd be smart to try to partner with somebody like Steam. You have somebody that's online that's that has all the digital games, all the streaming games and stuff, but or or maybe Netflix or somebody like that, but be the brick and mortar for one of those. Yeah. You know I mean like Redbox has the little machines everywhere, even though you can stream them or you know download that kind of stuff. But be the the front, the, the actual brick and mortar. Why store. would they need that though? Well, because they need they need more revenue. They need no. To why be would the up. other? Why would the streaming company need a partner with a physical store? Well, I mean, like like uh, all these pops and stuff you guys buy, all the merchandise that they could be selling if somebody would walk into a store and see a wall full of this you know Steam games merchandise or something like that. <laughs> It's a lot more like, like I mean, a lot of that stuff you buy at Hot Topic or whatever, but if they had a store so that was their collectibles. own. collectibles. They a, currently have collectibles in the store. You're just saying like lean in on that. That's a hundred. But partner with a with a, an online company like that and okay. be, like if you if if you partnered with the Steam and you were the only store that sold Steam products, but because you have a store and you're selling games and, you know, your customers are walking in, they'll see the Steam products. It helps promote both sides of it too. Yeah, I think I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're if yeah, you just, play, just make it to where like all digital copies automatically go to Steam. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's 100 percent what I was thinking of when you brought up Hot Topic. I don't <laughs> think there's anything that GameStop could do that change that will work, no yeah. matter what. I I don't see it. If you're gonna be okay, you could come in and watch esports here. Okay, fine, I can do that on my TV too. I don't give a shit about the local kid down the street that's competing in the sport. If you're gonna sell digital stuff, why? I could just get it from the market store. Um, there's no need for me to ever go in there to get digital stuff. Then you're going to become a collector's uh, pop culture stuff. Okay, cool. I already got that with Box Lunch and Hot Topic. Yeah. There, I think it's just downhill from here. There was a moment where they're going to combine with comic book stores. And I mean, yeah. we're, we're big advocates of trying to push to keep comic book stores alive. We can't also keep GameStop alive. Yeah. So you, you have to partner with something that's already thriving. Yeah. yeah. What do you think over there, Daniel? I think they're at this point, it's, it's pretty much over for them. Like, it doesn't matter if they're, they're going to change their whole store. Uh. The way everything is going, like everybody's saying, it's just all digital. Like, yeah. I don't even go to Redbox anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no point. Uh, games, I don't even care anymore about collecting the box. I, if I want a box, I just buy it on Amazon. That's buy true. Buy the game. There's no I point. Always like that, yeah. And then, honestly, they kind of screwed me over and over. Every oh, time I would sell, employees, yeah, like, I would sell the games and it's just five cents for this brand new game. I'm like, what the fuck? So well, yeah. with with what they're nah, tra- that's that's too much. But well, it's like five what bucks. they're what they're testing, <laughs> what they're testing is the idea that you go into the store and you walk in and it's more immersive. So say like, 
Currently, when you walk in, it's there's not... games that align the wall, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's like two things you could test out the new systems or whatever. Yeah. What if you were to walk in and they actually have it kind of like, it reminds me of like the displays at BlizzCon, where like there's this uh, Animal Crossing is coming out. So now they have like a tree in the corner. It looks like it's from Animal Crossing. You go over there and it has Animal Crossing merch. It has multiple places where you can try out Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. And then you have employees that are well versed in Animal Crossing and can give you ideas and what it's like. What do you think about that? Like, like if that's the kind of environment you would walk into, oh, there's a new uh, Call of Duty coming out. You walk in, they have like a big Call of Duty display, yeah. multiple ways to try it out. I, there has not even been a handful of stores that I've seen that are big enough to do that. But mm. right so now, that's yeah. going to look clutter as fuck like it already does. Th they're leaning into that, though. That, that is what they're testing is that kind of idea. Yeah, but right now it's like, it's 2020, bud. If I want to see, like, I want to check out this game, I'm going to YouTube the game and figure out reviews, what people you know, say. And I have to be walking by a GameStop to try it out. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I, why am I going to... Try it out. What if when you go in their store to demo this game, you could also be streaming it online on their website or yeah, on your you could, own Yeah, you could be, be streaming. The, the problem with that is it's just so easy to stream from your house. Yeah, but what if it's a game that's not out yet? Yeah. What if they get the like the pre-release of a game? That they are. Okay, so there are talks of them getting the pre-releases for both PS5 and Xbox Series X because they're saying like, we're going to make this new console year huge for us. Mm -hmm. So the rumors are that they're getting both the systems early. That would be a good idea if they could stream it as well. Yeah, you got to stream it. The problem with that, though, is what if a 12-year-old comes in with their mom and dad, he's playing it over there, and he's accidentally streaming it. He's now streaming underage, oh. under the GameStop logo. Yeah. Post a sign next to the machine that says 18 or Yeah, as long as you have a warning sign, then you're yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it's the parents the aren't watching the kid and he hops on it and starts playing it and it happens to be in front of a camera, that's his fault or his parents' fault for not stopping like, it. It's not like they're in the bathroom. Like a certain somebody's streamer. Yeah, but I. Yeah. So my my orthodontist no, is right next to a GameStop. Yeah. Every time I'm like, hey, I need to buy a new game. I'm like, do I really want to go to GameStop to check it out? I'm like, nah, I'll just go home anyways. I'll just buy the game online. That's that's how yeah. easy it is. I don't need to. I don't need to see all this like. That stranding stuff all, all over the wall and like yeah. I don't really care about that. I just look up yeah. YouTube videos on it, see what everybody else is saying, and then I'll buy it or don't. So I think what's gonna happen is all the exclusive merchandise that they have, like I'm just gonna throw pops out there, only at GameStop. Okay, cool. Well now Funko's gonna turn around and be like, only at Box Lunch, only at Hot Topic. They're just gonna pull their shit out. What yeah. if they instead of spending their money on this last stitch effort to save a brick and mortar that's obviously a dying industry? Why don't they just throw it all into their website and really push their website? That's it's a one-stop shop for be, all huh? game stuff, they, period. Well, they have, and, and they even came out with their own launcher, but it bombed horribly. Uh, There's just too much good competition out there yeah. held by developers themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think they can do or, that. Or sell their brand to one of these good developers and just have it as a branch of somebody yeah. else's system, somebody else's site. So what I'm hearing is, I think I could see it becoming like a holiday stop too for like old, you know older folks that are shopping for their kids. But everything's at Walmart now too. It is. Or it, Target, Amazon. Amazon's just too easy. If if one of those, if Walmart, Target, or Amazon decides that they will buy back your games at a certain rate, like like Best Buy does that. There you go. That, that uh, there's no at one reason. One point there won't be any games to buy back. Yeah, yeah, they're not gonna be hard copies true. anymore. Yeah. So what I'm hearing from you guys is basically what it sounds like is gaming to this this day doesn't. You don't need the experience because it's much more fast-paced. You could actually just you could see more about the game free online through Twitch, yeah. Mixer, yeah. whatever before you even walk into a store. That's true. Hands-on doesn't mean much anymore. But I yeah. love the experience though because they were saying it's going to be like a, like we went to BlizzCon. It was uh, all this. That's awesome. But I don't see GameStop doing that much. Yeah, and the fact to that make they, me that immersive. 
I like the idea that they're going to be doing tournaments there, but that's got to be like, you have to rearrange your business plan and be, we're a tournament location host and we sell stuff in the corner and this little snack bar kind of thing. Like the store part of it would have to be a lot smaller. It'd have to to be your primary focus is that we, you know, rent out our space for big game tournaments. They would would have to honestly close down a lot of game stops. Like Squeaks was saying, the square footage on some of these they're too small. You're so, not gonna, yeah. You're not gonna create something that's not a yeah. Unless you like tables. Yeah, it'd be too too much. Yeah. There's already a lot of stores out there too that, that provide that same thing. Plus, let's let's be honest with you. Esports doesn't need to be compared together. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of websites that'll help you host esports tournaments yeah. without this. Yeah. Uh, and and like for example, if you're out in Elk Grove, guys, make sure you check out Gamers World Lounge in Elk Grove. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the same thing that GameStop's trying to do. So if you guys need that experience, it already exists. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next thing. We have a big Sea of Thieves patch. Now, we've all been playing Sea of Thieves a lot right now, right? Yes. Before we get into this big patch, Jonathan, yep. you are a noob to Sea of Thieves. Completely new. Yep. We've all been playing it for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Give us that noob review. What are you thinking? Um, So, of course, it's a lot of fun. I like how the physics in the game work. It's a lot of it's something, man. A lot of it's just like most games, but a lot of it's real realistic. Like yeah. how you have to patch a ship or it's going to like physically sink. Um, I like how you can launch yourself in a cannon mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, fly somewhere and you don't necessarily splat against a rock, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, what else? It's just visuals. Oh. What do you think about the visuals? Oh, it's gorgeous. I, yeah. Now I got a new graphics card. So I actually can see stuff on my computer. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The uh, ocean's always my favorite part. Why just watching the uh, ocean yeah, and you yeah. just stare at it. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to be yeah. on wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah they like kept flowing. Yeah. Like, oh, that'd be really cool. Yeah, all the details in the game too. I spent a lot of time looking through the telescope, just you know, eyeing for a ship out there on the sea, ready to attack us or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a stunning game. It's, I kind of yeah. like that that part of Sea of Thieves, though, where you're just always a little bit paranoid. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Someone's gonna roll up on us. Careful, because guys. It's so easy to be attacked, or you're always yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And it's hard to run because you all go about the same speed. So there's not much you could do. And on this, on the other side of it, it does feel good. Like if you're on a galleon with three of your friends, mm-hmm. and you're on the other side of that, we were like. There's a sloop. Let's yeah. roll, boys. <laughs> we just did this a couple days ago. We rolled up on a sloop, and we had launched all three guns it's, repeatedly. Uh, it's so funny. Toothpick to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. That poor guy was just fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the news is coming. Uh, yeah, so that's, that is good. Um, what about combat? What do you think about the, the first off, physical combat and then ship combat? Um, so I've only fought skeletons. I haven't actually fought, fought other Oh, we got to get you into some PvP. Then. I know. I'm ready for that. But, um, I mean, fighting the skeletons and stuff is pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was more weapon selections, but, I mean, it, the way the game is, you probably don't don't really need it, but it'd yeah. be, yeah. It'd be yeah. cool. Uh, I'm sure, you know, as they add new updates and stuff like that, they'll probably put a few more in there. Um, but cannon, cannon fire is pretty cool. I like how, like, when your ship's moving, if you uh, launch a cannonball at a, a target that's, like, on an island that's not moving or anything like that, uh, the cannonball doesn't just go straight for it it moves with the pace or the direction of your ship to some extent, which yeah. is real, like real life physics. And yeah, stuff. how so it would actually work. It makes it really hard to aim. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Like, Especially you want it to be a challenge. waves and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, and yeah. then you're just going up and down and all of a sudden you're trying to shoot a ship yeah. and you're just like, oh, that went over. Weather, yeah. weather changes, you know, how the sea moves uh, and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of variables. It's mm-hmm. not going to be the same every time. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's dig into this new patch. It's called Cruise of Rage. Uh, Duke is offering a bounty... Sorry, bounty voyages that will give players a chance to grab the new chests of rage mm-hmm. and fight uh, the new uh, skeletons. Each voyage will send you into Devil's Roar to grab a new cursed chest called the Chest of Rage. Uh, this chest will randomly blow up and spread fire throughout your ship. 
Unless you keep it cool with buckets of water or jumping into the ocean. You're laughing at that. What are you thinking? That's pretty messed up. Yeah. I imagine like I'm just going to be running back and forth with a bucket of water all the time. Have you messed? I think you messed with the water. Maybe it was me and Daniel. Have you messed with the other two crew, uh, cursed chests yet? No, I don't think there's so. There's the drunken chest and then there's the one that like cries. Oh, no. You told Ooh. me about those. The one that cried. Screwed up. I don't think yeah. that's the drunken one. I'm what one- is that one? Where you you're holding it and yeah, it's like you, you hear like the music in the middle of a tavern yeah. and you're like huh, blah, 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 blah. I love it because every time you jump you hear like a bunch of people in a bar like whoa you know? yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Huh. I'm wondering never... I'm wondering if this flaming one if you could put it on a uh, the little boat and just tow it behind you so when a person in the flames it just burns a little one. And you... I haven't tried that out yet. Uh, one thing that's really cool though you could actually set it down and shoot at it and piss it off basically and it'll blow up. So if you have like a bunch of skeletons you can set it down. Round the skeletons up and then shoot at it and blow up. It'll kill all the skeletons. But nice. will the chest stay there? The chest will stay there because okay. it'll blow up like randomly. Yeah, so you're fine. Okay. Uh, some new cosmetics. There is uh, the final five totems for the Ashen Dragon are out. So mm. you guys can get those. Other new cosmetics are the Bone Crusher instruments, the Red Crab set. They're actually the Red Crustacean set. Mm. Uh, and then the Rose uh, set for Valentine's. Now you have the full Rose set. Uh are you talking about the outfit? Well, and, and the ship. I know the, I've been uh, on your ship. It's pretty rose ship. Uh, Yeah, I don't have the full ship, just cannons and the anchor. Um, and then the outfit, I have the jacket. They don't have a lot for the outfit, I think. I think it's just jacket and hat right now. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. No. Uh, there's also some new Valentine's weapons and pets. The pets look pretty cool. I think I'm going to get the monkey. I like the monkey. Mm. As for pets, there are new out- outfits out, including an admiral suit for your, your uh, parent. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> it looks pretty awesome. Does he wear a jacket? The he wears bird. a jacket and oh a hat. Oh my god. That's crazy. Oh, we just peaked on that one. There's no doubt. I'm spending my I'll turn it down, that. folks. I'll turn it down. Perry gets to wear a fucking jacket. <laughs> oh my god. If you wish to change your look, that's finally here. A new potion is available to change your pirate look. Because in the beginning, you like randomly picked it. You thought, oh, I'll change it later on. Nope, you could not. So now you finally can. Uh, the final co- uh, cosmetics change coming this month. Is a Vivan Pinata themed ship. That's so badass. That's yeah, cool. it's, oh, it makes it super colorful, like the game and the show. So yeah. you guys, have you played Viva Pinata? Yeah. Uh, oh god, that's so long. Three sixty yeah. is when I played it. Yeah. But then is this kind of setting up to maybe a new one coming out? Well, they're both owned by Rare, so I, maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe it might have just been like props to props to them. I'm thinking about buying it though, because it's. But my thing is like, so I have like the uh, Ashen clothing, yeah, and it you know it shines in the dark, and I'm always complaining about that, like oh they could see me in the fog. This sure. ship, you can see it across the map. It's yeah. super bright. Your floating pinata. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. But it looks like a dope, like, especially the, the figurehead, like, actually has, like, a rain, like, if you were to look through a, a water drop, you see, like, the glow of rainbows. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you look at it head on, you can see, like, there's, like, a aura around it. It's, like, uh, rainbow man, and bright as hell. This. I want to check this out. Yeah, it is super, it almost looks kind of Eastery, too. You're going to make me want to uh, play that game again. Oh, even pinata? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I'm ready for a new one of those. Those oh, were a lot of sure. fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Breeding some weird combinations and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Uh, any of these you guys going to pick up? Mm, no, probably not yet. Maybe yeah. maybe still kind of early the, on in your pirating career. Yeah, the pinata one sounds fun, but like you're saying, it's going to make me a target. No, I, don't, some I don't need to be first. a target yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely getting the piano thing. The, yeah. The pin, yeah. yeah. Probably, that's real money, right? The piano. 20, piano it's thing. 20 bucks. I'm probably going to buy that, yeah. How much With is the a, jacket for my parrot. How much is a pet? I do want a pet. Five, Five bucks. Five bucks, yeah. Yeah. And what what is it? There's the monkey. And there's bear. the monkey and the parrot, but now there's also variations of each. So there's yeah. like different kinds of monkey, Ooh. different kind of parrots. Oh, but that's it. The only two. There's only the two. Oh, once, once they, get a they have a crab, a crab pet, I might, I might get a little. Why? I want a crab. <laughs> <laughs> I want a little, 
Little Sebastian on me. Ah, that's kind of badass. How many so times dumb. are you gonna sing under the sea? I know. Like, <laughs> I'm jumping uh, with Sebastian man. boys. I imagine like the crab pipette comes out. It's like five bucks with Jamaican accent. Another fifty. Fifty five bucks later on. Yeah, uh, skeleton forts have been uh, kind of rare lately because they're focusing on the new Molten Sands Fortress that's out there in Devil's Roar. That's the Ashen area. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a full new. This has a full new Ashen skeletons on there. Guardians and key masters. A good way to farm the key masters. But your efforts are worth it because the treasure you get is a lot more treasure. Mm-hmm. It's like double the treasure. Huh. Currently, there's also the Hunter's Hall event that's going on right now. You need to go out fishing. You need 120 fish for the first one. You get 250 balloons, doubloons for that. Not balloons. Second week is 60 trophy fish for 300 doubloons. If you complete both, you get the gold hoarder's figurehead. It's just like skeleton decked out in gold and stuff like that. It's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. For your boat. For your boat. It's, it's the figurehead, okay. the front of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, and they're also doing these things called Twitch drops. Now, have you have you heard about this in any other games, Twitch drops? No. Uh, if you're a Twitch subscriber, they give you something like a free skin. Yeah. So for uh, Sea of Thieves, what they're doing is if there's certain limited streamers, if you watch them for 30 minutes, you can get the ebony pole today and ebony pistol tomorrow. That's Saturday and then on Sunday. Hmm. So not today, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll try to get the episode out a little bit early so everybody can enjoy the benefit of that. Also on Saturday to celebrate leap year, it's double XP and double gold for everything. Just for Saturday? Yeah, because right. of the leap year. Oh. I'll be on that night then. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try to clear my schedule and just like no life it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll do the same. Next month's big update got a teaser with a new cannonball, the chain shop. Mm-hmm. This is two small cannonballs con- uh, connected with a chain. It does full damage if it hits a mast, anchor, or wheel. And it does less damage if it does a hull. So be careful with your aiming. What do you guys think about the chain shot? I'm pretty excited about it because yeah, this is something that actually badass. existed back in the day. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds familiar. It's something in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty badass, yeah. During the video, they actually showed somebody like aimed two cannons and got like two of the mast of a, of a galleon, so two of three. And it just, boom, it hits them and they instantly go down. Damn. I mean, that thing could wreck you. But again, it does like... Little damage on the side of the ship itself. So you need to just focus on the masses. Yeah. Okay. And they said, if you're being shot with it, it's clear as a bell that it's coming your way so you can know what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat that they're adding more cannonballs to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Except for I can't figure out how to load one. I figured it out. Okay, Tom. I'll show you later. I think they need to set up a little uh, target range somewhere too. I mean, you could just sail somewhere, but I mean like a, a safe version where you're not in the game. And you just shoot targets and practice. They have the. I haven't ever tried the trial thing, but you could try that. Maybe uh, it has it. That probably does. Well, yeah. if we find a slope and we're all playing together, then it's pretty safe. There you go. Target, <laughs> yeah. target yeah. <laughs> I want to clarify. You know how to load regular cannibals. He doesn't know how to yeah. roll the. Especially, especially. We have keybinds for everything. So it's yeah, it changes everything for me. Yeah. So like one of us will ask like, oh, what is the one for loading the cannons? Like, well, for me it's G six, and for you it's oh, this. You know, it's stuff for everybody. You do that fancy ass thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a Logitech G thirteen. I can't play without it. Mm-hmm. That's basically how I'm going. All right. Uh, we have Pokemon Day that's this week, and uh, it's the 24th birthday for Pokemon franchise uh, since the, the re- original release of, Jap- of the Japanese game Pokemon Green on February 27th, 1996. Uh, everyone is getting uh, into the spirit with some huge updates and events. So for Pokemon Sword and Shield, there's a brand new legendary Pokemon called Zerud. This is described as a rogue monkey Pokemon. It's dark and grass type. Are you guys going out there and grabbing that? Yeah, I have no. to. It looks way badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Nope. Why aren't you getting it? Because you don't even own the game. Yep. Oh, I thought you owned the game. <laughs> I don't own that game. Hmm. I own Tim Tim. Oh, do oh. you even have a Switch? No. Well, okay, go. guys, we're starting a Kickstarter. Get <laughs> yeah. this kid a Switch. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, a funny story about this braid thing. Yeah. So I couldn't figure out when I went up to a well, 
You probably didn't have this issue. Only I did. I could not find anybody to join me in a raid. Wow. You're it's crazy, right? Because everyone's I know exactly Pokemon what went wrong. Go ahead. Tell me. So, uh, I play Ultimate Alliance and I want to upload my scores to the internet. <laughs> oh my God. I go to the internet and say, why the fuck do I need to pay for the membership again? <laughs> uh, no, apparently it wasn't on auto renew. And yeah. this whole time trying to search for people to play. Oh, okay. I didn't even run into people in the wilds not thinking about anything. Yeah. Uh, it turns out I was never online the whole time. What a scrub. <laughs> Yeah, so when I go home, I'm going to buy my online. I know for Pokemon, sometimes you have to like turn on, you have to like tell yeah, it to connect. Yeah. So usually that's my problem. And like Tabby's sitting there like, hurry up and connect, hurry up and connect. And I'm sitting there like, I'm trying to trade yeah. with you. And I'm offline, didn't yeah. realize it. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I got to get this Mewtwo because that's awesome. Uh, Google also held a poll to determine the Pokemon of the year. Yeah. With 140,000 votes, it went to Ninja. He's the winner. Uh, this is a water dark Pokemon that uh, looks like a ninja. He's in the Detective Pikachu movie. Have you guys know, remember who I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. I remember the Detective Pikachu movie. I know who it is. There was like three of them that attacked him when they went to the lab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. I gotcha. So he's number one. Uh, okay. What is your favorite Pokemon? What should be... Let's go with your top three Pokemon. Oh, top three? Okay, oh, let's just go with your favorite then. I'm What's a- your favorite Pokemon? Squeaks you first. All right. So back in the day, it used to be Charmander. But then... Let's go a little deeper than Charmander. I'm going deeper. <laughs> But times change, and it's like kind of like Marvel. Everybody loves Wolverine and this stuff like that. And it's like okay, the popularity is is crazy there that I don't really care for anymore. No yeah, what's your gambit? So my name, nice. <laughs> so my main one is uh, uh, what I like a lot is Oshawott. Okay, he's a little otter. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh yeah, he's adorable. Nice. And uh, I forgot which one he came. I think it was black and white when he originally started. I don't know. I he's think so. Or maybe Pokemon. somewhere on there. Yeah, whatever. But uh, I love his Pokemon. Um, I even have a stuffed animal of him still from many years ago when I won cool. at a little carnival event. Yeah. Um, I like his first evolution and his third, ev- second evolution is a little uh, like way off. You know how the Pokemon just super evolves. And you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, how'd you come up with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, um, But it's still pretty neat. So I like Oshawa. The Dratini effect. All of a sudden, it's a dragon <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? How'd you get arms and legs? It's supposed to kind of, uh, what is that? A little Capri. Yeah. <laughs> how did Capri turn into a fucking dragon? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like Oshawa. Yeah. yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. All right, what are you thinking over there, Daniel? What's your favorite Pokemon? Favorite, just one or yeah, just like, one. Oh, okay. Give your top three if you need to. Okay, no, no, you can't even get your first one. So, oh. <laughs> so my, my top three, uh, it's gonna be Pikachu. Okay. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your, come on. Next up, Krabby. Oh my god! Remember, because he wants that pet first. He had these yeah, so bad. Yeah, that's okay. I love Krabby. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> I love uh, uh, Blastoise. Oh, Blastoise is great. I remember pretending to be him uh, as a kid. Man. <laughs> I was going to say, my number one was going to be Blastoise, but my number two is uh, Vaporeon. I like all of oh, Eevee's yeah. evolvements, but Vaporeon yeah. and Jolteon. Vaporeon is the bad one. okay, yeah. but yeah. I did like the uh, and gold when they came out the cow. and had like oh, milk, yeah. milk drink. Milk <laughs> <everybody. laughs> like, ah, yeah, take is pretty dope. I do like her. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I get her. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Mewtwo fan. Mewtwo all the way. Yeah. And then I'd probably go like, I like Score Bunny of the new ones. I really like Score Bunny. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Growlithe's always good. There's always so many good ones, but I- I'd have to go Mewtwo just overall. Now, I'm going to ask a random question. Fire away. Okay. If you had to be a gym leader in any gym, what type of Pokemon would it be? Electric. Wow, that was mm. quick. Anyway, next. I- I've always... <laughs> yeah. Water. Lieutenant Sar- uh, or Sergeant, yeah. whatever. I agree. Cool. I'm, I'm water. a water fan, actually, yeah. lately. What are you over there? You Brock? Water. <laughs> you a Brock? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Earth type. <laughs> ground, guess, ground. You that shitty-ass <laughs> rock type? Uh-huh. <laughs> Krabby and Blastoise. How yeah. the hell am I going to be a yeah, freaking yeah, rock you're right, you're right. So I just want to point this out. My gym would beat your gym's asses. Mm-hmm. Electric over water. But 
our Pokemon can save our lives in a dangerous yeah. event for Fall. Yeah. Mine can jumpstart your heart. Yeah, but how, uh, how often, how likely are you to die from cardiac arrest? When yeah. we're drowning I with our Pokemon. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, what else we got here? Oh yeah, in Pokemon Masters, you can uh, you can encounter uh, Red, and then you can and his Charizard, and you can end up recruiting him. And then uh, he's 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 the original playable character from Red, Green, and Blue. And then the Netflix released the Mewtwo Strikes Back for the U.S. Uh, evolution for the U.S. audience. Uh, this is a CGI remake of the 90, 1999 original movie. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about that today. So, uh, Daniel and Squeaks, you guys were in charge of watching that and reviewing it. Okay? No fuck, will we? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. This proves who reads notes. So, why don't you guys go ahead and take that away? So, this is uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. All right. Daniel, what do you think? <laughs> uh, chill, homie. All right. So, um, just want to say... I was kind of nervous when I was watching this in the beginning because I okay. uh, loved the movie. Yeah. The first movie was amazing. Everybody freaking cried and everything. So I was like, you know, they're probably not going to beat it or they're going to change everything and ruin the whole movie. Mm -hmm. So watching this movie, like the whole 3D, I think it was 3D rendering or whatever they did. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Don't like the character models like. The, the like Ash and Misty. I didn't like their models, the look of there, but I love the Pokemon. Mm -hmm. the, like the Rapidash, you seen the Rapidash, yeah, right? Yeah. And Fire. The Fire looks. It really just good. it looked awesome. You need to check it out, John. Uh, uh, but uh, the the whole movie was amazing. They actually yeah. pretty much copied the first movie, but they added a little twist to it. They added more fighting. You see a darker version of Mewtwo when he's in the lab and he's just upset and he just blows it up. But it's like yeah. more detail. And then uh, when they're actually um, battling, it was just more detail. Just it was just so vivid. It was so so, so more detail graphically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, more fighting, more everything. Like remember when Charizard fighting Charizard and yeah, the sky? Yeah. It's it just like a do lot. I remember that? That was a pinnacle moment yeah. in my childhood. Right it was there. just longer. <laughs> it's just a longer Seismic battle. Toss. <laughs> they do add extra like newer abilities. Yeah. Especially like the newer Pokemon came out, so they do add those abilities to it. But um, yeah, the I loved it. I loved the movie. I do have some issues with the movie, but I was gonna go to Squeaks. Squeaks. What do you think about the yeah, visuals? So with the anim animation, I didn't mind the character models actually. You really? Because, because there, it was a different. Uh, uh, animation that they went for mm -hmm. for it. I understand that. But what, yeah. what's awesome is that even thinking about this character models that they did is that I like what they're doing for the future of Pokemon. Yeah. As we just had Detective Pikachu yeah. and then we had a remake of this first Pokemon. So it's like, dang, I really appreciate what they're trying to do different. Yeah. Um, so it's fine that they remake it, but then it gets me excited to see what's in the future for Pokemon. Yeah. And definitely. one thing that was nice is definitely seeing Pokemon now that we grew up with when it originally started and becoming famous that we could recognize yeah. instead of the new Pokemon now. Cause I still play the games. We you still play the games too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we don't really give a shit. It's a Pokemon game and we still enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if they redid the original ones, uh, red, blue. I actually, that's uh, a good point. I would like to see sword and shields treatment on Pokemon, yellow, red, blue, and green. And I thought about this and if it would still sell. Well, yeah, of course, because oh, the new yeah. kids, are buying it because of Pokemon. Yeah. We're buying it just because of Pokemon. So to them, it's new. But to yeah. us, it's like, man, we're going to relive what we used yeah. to catch. Content region, there. for sure. Those um, Pokemon are amazing. Yeah. But I thought because the animation was kind of cute. It's uh, cutesy. Uh, yeah. I understand Ash why. I understand why. Ash annoyed me a couple times because of the animation. Yeah. 
Because yeah. it's like this generation, so they had to change the model look. Right. I understand that. I like watching the whole hour and 40 movie, like you kind of get used to it. So yeah. it didn't bother me. The one thing that bothered me, it triggered me, is the music. What about the music bugged you? Okay. 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 Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. So, he's okay. He's getting steamed up. Okay. He's getting steamed up. The reason why I love Pokemon is the way it gave me goosebumps when I was watching the movie. So, when Ash, uh, I'll call out a scene right now. Because okay. I, I, I seen it. I was just like, I, it just ruined me. It ruined it for me. So... <laughs> So when Ash, I wish Ash you were facing the camera for all this noise. So when Mewtwo captures all the Pokemon after right. he wins, right? Spoilers, but yeah, no, just yeah, kidding. Go yeah. Ahead. Okay, Everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> so you know, uh, Ash goes with Pikachu, saves him, and then he he gets the whole uh, the whole crew, right? So all of a sudden, he brings out his clone army, of course, and then all of a sudden, like Mewtwo's like, you could leave, and like pretty much. Good luck swimming by yourself. Right, right, right. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, of course. Then all of a sudden, like, Ash comes out and he's like, we won't let you, right? Yeah. There's, like, in the original, there's actually trumpets and there's, like, a theme to it. Yeah. And it just gives you goosebumps. It's like triumphant yeah. conquering yes. music. Yes, yes. And you get the goosebumps. You're all worked up. You're excited. And then this one is just like, yeah, we won't let you. So hold on now. Okay, so you're saying the score didn't follow up with that? It didn't have triumphant and Yeah, it didn't music? have that. It didn't have, like... There's even another uh, song uh, when Pikachu's fighting Pikachu. Yeah. It's uh, the song's like, my brother. You know, they're slapping each other. They took that out too. And I was just like, this is just ruining the movie. Like, I I couldn't believe it. Like, it really upset. Usually music doesn't upset me, but in Pokemon, Mm. uh uh-uh. It's a problem See, that it's distracting. Scores should not yeah. be distracting. What did you think about the music wise? Uh, I don't think you realize give a it. shit. <laughs> I can't believe it. I well, can't believe it. So I, it's harder for me to compare it to the original because obviously it's been so long. I saw it at the movie theater when it first came out. You know? Like I had to YouTube it. I'm like, I remember this and remember this. So you were, you but, were going back like but, checking the source kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I thought was perfect and gave me goosebumps and I'm not going to tear because I'm a fucking grown ass man. But <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, was when they played the theme song and they were battling at the same time. That was oh, badass. Don't even fucking play it. In the very beginning. Yeah, in the beginning. That was yeah. it? Come on. You're gonna, Taff, have you seen the movie yet? I have not seen the new one. I, I purposely didn't uh, watch it because so I wanted to hear the theme song and there's You're, a battle at the meantime and it's pretty neat. I did wow. see the intro. Okay, okay. I saw the I, Japanese I, intro. The, the intro was amazing, guys. Yeah, yeah. But if if you like the original movie, you're going to agree when, when he comes out and it's just like playing. I'm a big score man. I and am. And then, then the whole like Go back and watch the whole Pikachu fight. Like, right yeah. when they're just, like, fighting each other's clowns. And when they're singing that song, like, you're going to be like, damn, they should have added this yeah. song. I'm telling you right now, it's going to kind of ruin it. It's not going to knock the score that I would give it, but it kind of, like, it's upsetting. Well, if it should, it should. Uh, now, let's look at acting. How was the voice acting done by Ash, Misty, and, and Brock and the crew? There- I think uh, Brock was pretty good. Yeah, Brock was really good. Yeah. Misty was really off. Ash was kind of close. Mewtwo was pretty good at certain points. Yeah. When uh, Mew, Mew, not Mew, Meowth, sorry. Meow. Yeah, Meow. Uh, Mewtwo was pretty good too. I it think sounded team, like the original. I think Team Rocket, though. Yeah. Um, Jesse and James were a little like. Mm, yeah, they were a little off. I wasn't feeling it like the just, original. Okay. Just uh, Meowth was pretty, pretty Meowth decent. Only right. when he had to actually talk. Yeah. At, at a certain point, like he would just keep talking. Then it'll be like, oh shit, yeah, that's not the original one. You know, speaking <laughs> of uh, Team Rocket, real quick too, did you catch that uh, when they were in the factory and they were like, "Who's that Pokemon?" And the in the <laughs> when they were looking at the shapes 
the Pokemon when they were cloning them. I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, they said it just yeah. like if yeah. you were to, like in that part where it says who's that? Yeah, Pokemon. the commercial break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, true. yeah. Mm, that's pretty dead on <laughs> for this team. All right, so last up, let's look at story wise. Uh, were there any changes to the stories? We'll start with these squeaks from the and was it good changes or bad? I can't remember the original. Like I said, because it's been too long. But I do like how now that I'm older and. I can understand it. Instead of younger, you're like, oh, the Pokemon are cool and they're fighting and stuff. You're like, yeah. oh, no, Mewtwo's mad because he was created. There was really no purpose for him. Better Why was he created? Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. But it's like, man, why don't you just, I don't know, go fly around and get a corn dog or something. Like, <laughs> explore instead of just being so angry that you were here for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Uh, there, was, there was, like, no changes to the Same. story. It was, it's pretty it was much pretty identical yeah. to, like, even the... The other three trainers, same. Yeah. Same yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, same, like, Charizard being upset because he doesn't really like Ash. He's yeah. just like, he, he doesn't like Ash. Dude, I love bad. that so much, though. Yeah. We'll break it down later. It's more like he's just like a kid. Like, he's just uh, Yeah, he's rebelling. going through his teenage phase. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, right away, like, Charizard seen, like, Mewtwo, and he just, like, shot him with a flamethrower, yeah. flame blast or whatever. It was just... It was identical. Now you know why Charizard wasn't being cool with Ash, right? Like realist, like in the in the show and everything, right? Not, I know. So in the games, if you end up leveling a Pokemon up too far, or you trade for a higher Pokemon, you have to get the badge to unlock the ability to control them. Uh, So like Electric Badge would let you control Pokemon thirty five and below, uh, but you know whatever. Uh, and then, but if you didn't have that, then randomly while you're, when you're trying to fight, the Pokemon would say it's running around frolicking or something like yeah. that instead of actually using, doing your abilities. So basically what happened in the show, Charizard got too strong for Ash. He had to unlock badges until Charizard would respect them, just like in the video game. Uh, sure. So in the movie, when that came out, it was in that gap where Charizard hadn't nailed that down yet. After the Magmar fight and stuff like that, it started See, to get better. I thought, I thought he only decided to be cool with Ash because he let Charizard be with the Charizards. Remember I think he, that's the final the, the yeah, episode that nails it in, yeah. Because he let him, and then after he needed Charizard, Charizard came back, fucking badass, yeah. just like defending, listening to Ash. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Reference wise, though, it's yeah, it's just it's cool that they did that. Yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. I actually yeah. didn't think about that. I kind of forgot that that could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, what do you guys think? Let's give this thing a score. Uh, try not to compare it too much to the original movie yeah. that is being remade off of, but by itself, out of a hundred Pokeballs, Squeaks will start with you. How many Pokeballs would you give this? I'm gonna go seventy. Seventy Pokeballs. That's kind of low. Yeah. I, I would. I would think that would be higher. I'm glad that. you didn't say seven. <laughs> yeah, right. I always mess up. But we did say that he always says seven, and then we correct him, and he says seventy. So we're still there. Seventy Great Balls. Oh, Great Balls. Oh man, are you busting out the Ultra Balls over there? Or are you gonna use your one Master Ball on this? Oh wow, you would use a Master Ball on this shitty ass. <laughs> <laughs> I want to just say that I actually loved this movie. Like, yeah. it was just so nice because I remember watching this movie. Yeah, it brought you back. Yeah, it just nostalgia. brought me back. It ruined it because of the music. And I feel like you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel I, the I, same I do way. pay attention to the score. I think right. I, my my next review is gonna be. There's gonna part with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. That yeah. That was honestly the only complaint because yeah. the animation, everything, the go. fight scenes were amazing. Here we go. Giving it a solid eighty. Okay. 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 okay thank okay. God. I thought we were gonna get a hundred again, and then, and then the I gotta death, sit there. The well, because <laughs> I gotta sit there and respond to Twitter rants and people <laughs> hating us on Instagram. I'm giving it a solid eighty. I also 80. okay. There's like been a lot. That's of an enjoyable B. Yeah, it was honestly a really good cartoon. Like yeah. they did a good. Yeah, I mean it was fine. That's Should we all. switch to like out of tens? Nah, I like because you did eighty and seventy. That's that's seven and eight out of ten. Oh yeah. Should we switch in the future to out of tens? Yeah. That might be something we have to talk yeah. to after out of the podcast. Yeah. If you want to split hairs, you can say seven point three. 
if you really no, need it to I think, be in I think between. if we do really do it, we have to like kind of uh, go stick. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll discuss it afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you guys are doing those anyways. We might Check as well it go. out. Let me know what you think of the music. I will watch it. I literally were waiting to watch it because I was like, I want to be more inquisitive yeah. during your guys' reviews. Yeah. All right. So we got a 70, we got a C and a B. Next up, we're going to be reviewing I Am Not Okay With This. That was my review. This is a new Netflix show based off of a comic book. Came out on the 16th, or I'm sorry, 26th. Follows a teenager named Sydney as she navigates through high school drama, sexuality, and mourning her father's suicide and her emerging telekinesis. Uh, okay, so Sydney, in her own words, is a boring 17-year-old white girl. Uh, and she's <clears throat> she's kind of going through high school and she's kind of just being like left out. She's kind of the outsider kid, but she's not like she's not even cool in that sense, you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, you know, <laughs> some kids, so uh, her friend, anyways, is that kind of thing. Uh so let's look at the three different things. So uh story-wise. I won't spoil anything for for this, but so if you think about it, what it is is she's this outsider and stuff like that. She's got these emerging powers, uh, and as she's going, the powers are growing stronger. She's starting to uh, realize what she who she is and stuff like that. Uh, she's realizing that she's actually be, uh, in love with her best friend, and then her boyfriend is actually a really good best friend. So there's that kind of thing going on, and then uh, we're also seeing that uh, mourning her father that her father actually had the same struggles that she did. Okay, so we have that going on in story wise. It does a really good job concluding all this. Like at the end, the ending of this thing, man, it's just like, oh, you see it coming, but you're like, so perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, visuals, it takes place in the in the 80s. So uh, it's actually done by the producing team that did Stranger Things. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's why I was like excited to see this. Uh, visuals are really good. They're more subtle than they are in Stranger Things. They're not like neon malls and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's more about like... Um, you actually can't really pin down the time time frame, really. But yeah, it's all in the eighties. It, it it goes off of the um the visuals actually mimic uh, John Hughes. They're influenced by him. So if you look at the John Hughes movie, so let's look at Breakfast Club, mm -hmm. Sixteen Candles. Uh, he does Uncle Buck, and he does Planes, oh. Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, so it's not that modern throwback eighties. It's the original kind of eighties. Yes. Feel. Uh, okay. When I was oh, when I was watching, I was like, is it nineties? It's so silly, but one of the things I caught is there's pop chips in there. And I'm like, pop chips are like 2000 something. That's weird. It's like so, an original Seinfeld episode. Kind of like that. It feels like that. So, yeah. Uh, and, and actually, there is actually an episode of the show that is straight up a Breakfast Club remake. What yeah. the? They're all in detention and then they get into hijinks. Nice. So, you're like, yeah, this is basically it. Um, it. This is a combo of like a drama, comedy, and horror film. Mm. So, you have that going on. How much horror, though, involved? It's building horror. Okay. I like that. Lock yeah. and key. Because when I first you when you first start, you're like, okay, this is a superhero movie. No, it's not that. It's actually a horror film. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh acting wise, it has two of the kids from it. That's so why I was like, oh my God. It's the kids from it playing a stranger things. I wanted to see that so bad. Mm -hmm. So you know the main girl, the we know, we're talking to little kids. Beverly. Beverly, exactly. Yeah. Sophia, uh or sorry, her name is yeah, Sophia Lillis. She's playing uh Sydney Kovac in this. She kills it. Her best acting role so far, Damn. amazing. She wow. really does a good job. Within a 30-second span, especially that last episode, you see her happy, sad, angry, and like fast. She's going quick on it. Her range is really good. The other kid from uh, It is Wyatt Olaf. He's playing Stanley in this as well. It's Stanley in It as who, well, but he's Stanley in this who too. Who is he on It? He's Stanley. Okay. okay. Here's a picture of him. Got it. Okay. Okay, so the nerdy kid that ends up yeah, killing, killing himself. himself. Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. He is well, awesome not, in this though. Not by now, <laughs> uh, he he's awesome in this though. He's got he's kind of got that thing where he's like an outsider, but he's like kind of a cool outsider who's like observing people and like 
all these poor these poor high school football players they don't know this is the peak of their life it's a shame like that kind of thing you know what i'm saying we're like oh i could have been friends with him back in the day uh he plays her boyfriend and then as time goes on just becomes her best friend you know uh i really liked him and and he's the only one that finds out that she has abilities telekinesis and he's like let's you're a superhero like let's, let's do stuff something. up yeah <laughs> yeah so he's trying to push her powers and she's real fragile because of her father's suicide and stuff like that so there is a moment, actually, it's that one picture I have, where he ends up pushing her too far and creates a problem. Uh, the other one is Dina. Uh, she's the best friend that Sid actually falls in love with. And she does a good job, but they don't really utilize her well. Uh, she'll become more important in season two. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give the ending away, but... The ending? Is it already over? Yeah, the, uh, the first oh, so se season. came out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How many episodes? It's seven episodes with an average of 20 minutes long. Average oh, to 20 oh to 30 God, minutes long. perfect. I'm yeah. so tired of these hours. Exactly. <laughs> I might actually watch it now. Yeah, yeah honestly, I watched it. I watched most of it in one night, and then I was like, well, I'll just catch the last two in the next day because I didn't want to like yeah. binge it and then forget it for the review. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really good. It's really fast-paced, uh, except for the moments where there's like character building. But you almost can't cut those out because I, I her moments with... So when you have Stanley and Sid hanging out like in the car getting high, that she's trying out weed for the first time, and he's a weed seller. Mm -hmm. Weed seller, I sound so freaking <laughs> square. He's a seller of the marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> but those moments where they're sitting He's in the like, car hanging sick. out, they're like, those are the best moments of the entire yeah. show. Where they're I just kind of like, where she's finally, and I, so I read the comic book a little bit too after this, because the comic book's actually really easy to read. And they do a good job of clarifying it, where when she's first smoking weed, she's realizing it's the first time her dad doesn't come to her in her dreams. Mm. So I was like, oh man, that's so good. I wish they kind of pointed that out better in the show. So it was really good though. Mm. Um, it's really good. I actually think it's way better than the comics. I only read about half the comics, but it's like, it's, I would say the comics like 200 pages. It's stupid easy to read. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'll probably finish them up. Um, but I think it's really good. I would give this now. Okay, so here's my thing. When I'm watching this show, I'm like, I either super love this show or it's just okay. I don't know what it is. Mm. I'm real 50-50 on this. It's like the first couple episodes of Stranger Things where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to like this or not, but after yeah. you get into a little more kind of takes a direction yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing my, one of my big complaints reminds me of the score over there is it distracts me too many times so it uses this experimental rock score it's a kind of a Wes Anderson score and there's many times where like it's a fast paced scene but they have a slow no. song mm -hmm. it has like a western twang now you watch you you watched Red, Ver, uh, Red vs. Blue right the uh, Halo series oh yeah, yeah do you remember the score for that uh yeah 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 it's the same it's, score yeah it's like you're saying it's like a steel guitar wild west kind of yeah but, like but kind of like weird like folk not even folky but it's a little bit faster pace almost like that yeah it's it's so misplaced sometimes yeah. uh so i think the key with the key with a score with a soundtrack is it's not supposed to be it's not supposed to be uh distracting yeah. identifiable yes mm. not distracting yeah it's supposed to influence your emotions not you know yeah, pull your mind support exactly what you're seeing and not not uh battle with it yeah, yeah. it's supposed to attack what you're seeing it. to your emotions yeah that's what it's supposed to do yeah. and instead i found myself sitting there like why did the composer pick this song yeah I, that that's terrible it doesn't fit that's, yeah. a, that's a terrible sin it just breaks mm. breaks the immersion yeah exactly yeah. so there's that i'm gonna give this thing i think hold on let me i wrote on the bottom here i am giving it i'm giving it a 65 out of 100 mm -hmm. so but uh, on in the right episode i give it like a 90 so oh, okay. I suggest you guys watch this very short series to watch only seven episodes, 20 to 30 minutes each. The best episodes are the longer ones. And, and I, give me your opinion on this. Is you guys listening too? if you guys watch this, hit us up on Twitter. Let me know what you guys think. I think it's either awesome or kind of dumb. I'm not sure. What does it best relate to? Do you like, if you really like this, you would like that. 
I did not want to use this comparison uh-huh. because it's too on the nose, yeah. but Carrie. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, I mean, even the, the ending. <laughs> yeah. But does it have the same, like, not just story-wise, but the feel? No. And, and, okay. Just story-wise. It it feels like a Hugh, uh, 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 it has a John Hughes feel. John Hughes. Yeah, sometimes it was Anderson-y. But it has a John Hughes feel. So it really feels like Breakfast Club, 16 Candles. Yeah. That whole like coming of age thing. Hmm. Uh, I did like the, the sexuality thing is new to, to the John Hughes film, but it's like, wow, yeah, that would have fit back there perfectly. 16 Candles for sure. Yeah. You know, would have fit perfectly in that. Um, yeah. I, I think it might be really good. <laughs> it's really hard to tell. <laughs> I've yeah. never been so confused about how I feel about a show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you guys are listening and you guys watch this, it'll take you like three hours. Hit us up on Twitter. What do you guys think? I'll retweet it out. Uh, but yeah. Are you guys gonna go check this out? What do you think? What do yeah, you guys think? I'll probably watch it. I'll try it. Yeah. I'll yeah. try it out. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll get some follow-up reviews. Your on score the is kind of scary, but yeah. it's like with the with the time right now I, I, that I have so many shows to watch. You giving it sixty five is kind of yeah. like mm, it's way on the back burner. But it's good to know that that's that's something you notice because then like I'll definitely yeah. be paying attention to the sound when I'm listening. Yeah. When I'm watching it now too. Yeah. Afterwards, I kind of came up, I kind of came with this idea: is the characters are perfect. I wish I could put them in a different story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. 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 So the characters are perfect. I'd put them in a different story if I could. Mm-hmm. So there's that. All right. Uh, last bit. Let's go over the free games for March while we're here. So uh, for Xbox, you guys can get Batman The Enemy Within, which is the sequel to the Telltale game, the original one. Then there is uh, Shahal The uh, Half Genie, which is a side-scroller game. There's Sonic Generations and then one of the Castlevania games. For Sa- for Sony, now they win it. Okay, I know you're going to give us a little review on this one right now. So we have Sonic Forces. That's cool. And Shadow of the Colossus. You play Shadow oh, of the Colossus. Shit, that, game that is, is free for every PlayStation player right now. Oh my god, everybody better download that game. Give us an idea of what it is. So it's so simple, but it's so freaking brilliant. So all you do, uh, it's kind of selfish too. You're this yeah. guy, like this girl's dying. You're like, oh, what you need to do is pretty much kill these titans. Okay, cool. So all you're gonna do is shine your sword up in the sky, and it's gonna direct you where that titan's at. You're gonna go. And attack that Titan, have a big ass battle because sometimes you have to climb it, depending on the Titan. Because sometimes it's on, uh, well, I think one's like an underwater Titan. Um, so they're just different type of Titans. Mm. But some of the best things are the climbing mechanics. You have to climb the Titan, and sometimes they'll try to shake you, but you have to hold on with certain buttons, whatever. And you kill a Titan. As soon as you kill that Titan, Titan, it's gonna be a little cutscene. You go back to the girl, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, you're gonna kill the next one. That's yeah. all the game. It's so basic, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's it's so it's so good. Yeah, yeah. it's free. Uh, part of PS Plus. You guys check it out. Make sure you grab it. guys grab that. Uh, but that's it for this week. We want to finish things off with saying we're going to be going to uh, Sacramento Comic Con March twenty second. Please, guys, go. Also, there's going to be I mean, quite a bit of people. We'll say uh, uh, Jeremy uh, Lay is going to be there. Gradelise Griffin. She did um, Azula from uh, Avatar and stuff like that. Damn. Uh, but the main thing that's going to be there is Dante Basco. So Bosco. So he's the one that did uh, Rufio. He did Prince Zuko. I mean, he's amazing. So he's going to be there. Uh, he's charging for audio, uh, autographs, but hopefully he'll sit down and just chit chat with us for a little bit. We're also going to be there. We're going to be recording two live shows. We have two other podcasts that are going to be swinging by to visit us and, and record with us. We have the Geek Box, which you guys haven't tried the Geek Box at some point. We'll do that. Uh, we have the Geek Box there and we'll be doing some games and stuff like that. So come and join us. March 22nd, Sacramento Comic Con at Cal Expo. We'll see you guys there. That's it for the week, guys. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us 
We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.